0: Yeah. So one of the things we want to do this, this month is to do a verse-by-verse verse study of the book of Romans. You know, when I designed the teaching, I thought maybe we could cover about four or five chapters. But when we really did the Bible study ourselves, we saw that throughout the whole month, we will just be able to cover Romans chapter one. Because the book of Romans is so rich and deep that it's really, you just have to take it easy. And the also odd thing is that a lot of people... Do not understand the culture of Bible study. They don't understand the culture of Bible study. So you know, there's a lot of teaching and inspiration, but when it comes to sitting down, breaking down the Bible, it's difficult. So I'm hoping that when I teach you the Word of God today, you'll be inspired and you'll learn from that. All right, let's go quickly. Romans. Um, let's start. Let's start from Second Timothy. That's what I love to start from. Second Timothy. Second Timothy, chapter three. Second Timothy, chapter three. 2nd Timothy chapter 3 in verse 16. The Bible says, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable or useful. Useful for what? For doctrine. The word doctrine means learning. Learning. So the Bible says, One of the things the scripture is useful for is for learning. If you don't learn the scripture, you will get into error. If you don't learn the scripture, they will get into error the bible says the book of mark chapter i think it's chapter 12 verse 24 the bible says they get into error why do they get into error they get into error because they do not know the scriptures so one of the things the scripture is good for is for what learning so the, 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 the scripture is good for learning and i mean I, I can just go on and on and on and on about that so you see a lot of people get into error and let me give you an example of error sometimes you you know you watch television you go online and you see like a church and they say we well, they're asking people to drink salt we're asking them to bring salt all those kind of things and you wonder why is all this concept in the bible these are not biblical concepts these are not biblical concepts you know in fact some of you even wear crosses with jesus christ on the cross i don't know what you're trying to say is your jesus still on the cross if you need to wear a cross, you need to wear an empty cross, just a cross without Jesus, because you're trying to crucify Jesus Christ again. Every time you see the cross in the New Testament, after Jesus Christ died, the cross was empty, meaning that Christ is not longer dead. Is reason. Hallelujah. So our Christ is not on a cross again. He was crucified. He is not crucified right now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so very, very powerful concept. So, there's a lot of error. I, I mean, I, I've come across people that they will tell him that you know um, well, they struggle in their marriage. I said, "Why are you struggling?" He said that a prophet chose a husband for me. I'm like, "Are you crazy?" He said, "I thought that all God wanted." I said, "God wanted." Is that Miss Mark? Oh, you didn't say hi. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, he said, "A prophet chose, a prophet chose. You know, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Chose a husband for me." Listen to me, that's not Christianity, that's manipulation. Why should someone choose a husband for you? Why should someone choose a wife for you? And those are the concept of error. There are even churches where they say that if you, if you don't give this amount, God will not bless you. You will not get married. Like, what is all that going through? The Bible says freely you've received, freely give. So they will say, yes, if you want to get married now, if you don't sow this amount, you can't get married. I believe in sowing, but nobody buys blessings. Blessings from God are free. Blessings for God are free. So they'll say, if you want, and you know, because the ladies really want to get married, they start running helter skelter and looking for money and all those kind of things. If some people say, sow a seed. If you don't have got borrowed, just tell the person you're a thief. God only asks you to give what you have. God only asks you to give what you have. So when you borrow, who will pay back? And if you are a student that sows your school fees, you are not intelligent. Glory. And I'm saying not because I'm a very sacrificial giver, but these are not biblical concepts. I believe in the biblical concept of sowing. But when you sow your school fees, it's not even your money. Someone say hallelujah. Someone say hallelujah. Alright. So what is the scripture? Bible says... Bible says the scripture is given for for, for doctrine, for learning, for reproof. Reproof means for evidence. Evidence means the way we say if something is right or wrong is what the Bible says. Then the other one is for correction. So when you read the scripture, you begin to correct some things about yourself. And the last one is for training in righteousness. Why is this teaching important? This teaching is important because... A lot about Christians, but the very, you know, the very concept of Christianity is not really understood by a lot of people. The first thing is this. This is the first concept. You know, a lot of Christians cannot really say that God loves them. They, when they say God loves me, they say it officially. You know, officially. That I need to say. But in a personal way that they can say me, me, that God loves me. They cannot say that. That the truth is that they pray but they don't really think personally God loves them and the reason why is that they've not discovered or been taught that God loves them it shows in their prayer how does it show in their prayer once they don't get married at the end, they want to get married they say God what are you looking at because in their mind like God is the one that is working against them once the content doesn't come through you know you say God I you know I'm saving you because in their mind God is a problem I don't know if you have been like me When I got born again I got born again as a child I got born again 100 times I went for altar call like 100 times How many of you did that? And the reason why is that I could not really tell when I was born again And when I wasn't And unfortunately I went to a boarding school If you went to a further coming college Or university unity college Someone say amen Oh my god You know all of that going to boarding school right now Sending your kids to boarding school Those are not boarding school Those are hotels When I went to boarding school You were sent to prison With hard labour even when you entered my school There was a reaction in one of the rooms It said Sentence It said this school Is six years imprisonment With five years hard labor Meaning that when you're in the sixth year You will enjoy But the first five years Hard labor And in my secondary school See Truth was difficult to tell Because those seniors Were like small gods Some would just say What are you doing now Just say I'm chilling I can you be chilling you just caught duty. As you just call work for yourself. You're chilling, and you can tell me you're chilling. Go to fetch twenty five buckets of water. What does want them to do? Nothing. You know, because you told him that. You get to school next day. Senior come and say, "Do you have milk?" Once you say, "I have," the milk is finished. So, had gotten born again, and I will say this. Then, ah. Uh, I will come to the church And i say If you lied yesterday Come out You know I'm not born again So I kept giving my life to Christ Gave my life to Christ Gave my life to Christ Because I was not convinced When I was born again And when I wasn't And some of you here You too Sometimes you're not even sure After this service You're like Oh yes I feel spiritual By tomorrow now After you have gone to um What's that place called? After you gone to Quilocks or you gone to Bay Lounge. <laughs> now, when you're in Bay Lounge, you don't even feel that like I'm born again again. <laughs> I'm not, I don't even know if I'm born again right now. <laughs> it's almost as if as you enter Quilocks, you left the spirit at the gate and the flesh entered. Glory to God. And, and, and you answer the question, and, and you know, so, so they love questions. Have you noticed that a lot of, one of the reasons why Christians have problems with answer prices, one of the major problems that they have is that, number one, when they pray, there's that thing in their mind that God will not not answer. And the reason why is that they personally feel they're not qualified for answer prayers. They say, I know my sin. Is that the reason why when you go out on Saturday night and do the wrong thing, Sunday morning what happens? You don't come to church. Because in your mind, when you come to church, at the door, God will just tell you, this is is your sin. Have you noticed, as soon as they are sinless praying, you will just see the list of your sin right in front of you. So, so he said, ah, Father, I worship you. I praise you. I do this. And so, just say, that hand, that is hope. What was it touching last night? I just say, mm. then you sit down. Do you know how many Christians cannot confidently pray? Because they don't really think that God will pay attention to them. Because they keep judging God from what they know, not what they taught. Let's read Romans chapter 1. So we're going to the book of Romans. So the book of Romans was written by Apostle Paul. And Apostle Paul Paul was was not his name we knew him by. His first name was Saul. Paul is his Roman name. And um, he was written to the church in Rome. The church in Rome was an influential church just because it was in Rome. But what had happened was that the Jews were told to leave Rome for a period. And when the Jews returned, the Jewish Christians also returned to the church. And they discovered that the church of Rome had changed. That, so when the Jewish Christians returned to, to Rome, and they were trying to enforce the non-Jews to begin to obey the laws of the Jews. The Sabbath, the Passover, the circumcision. So, one of the things Paul did was to write them to begin to explain that righteousness is by faith and not by fulfilling the laws of Moses. That both the Jews and the Gentiles cannot attain righteousness by fulfilling the law of Moses. So, let's get into this. And I'm really hoping that we can get deep today. Is it okay? All right, Romans chapter 1. Someone say, Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Yeah, Romans chapter 1 in verse 1. And we're just going to take it from there. Paul said something very powerful in the book of Romans. He said, Paul a servant of Jesus Christ and this is very powerful because Paul tells us how he sees himself and all of a sudden he uses a title that very often we don't hear that familiar title in the church. Sometimes we are quick to describe A Christian as a king Meaning that a Christian has authority And that's correct Sometimes we even go further and deeper And we describe a Christian as a priest Who is a priest? The Bible says that every priest Must have something to offer A priest is someone that offers spiritual offerings So uh, we are priests In our case we don't offer a physical bond offering The Bible says what we offer Is what the fruit of our lives So we are able to offer offerings In thanksgiving We are able to offer offerings in prayers We are able to offer offerings through our words That's why the Bible says that now is the time When the true worshipper will worship him In spirit and in truth But that's not just good enough He said we are not just king We are not just praise. Paul says I am also his servant And the word servant is actually translated from the word slave Slave means that I am completely at his disposal That's what he means And I am saying so because this is something most christians have not embraced that you're not just a king you're not just a priest you're a servant of god a servant of god means it's not my will a servant has no will many of you have cooks at home your cook does not cook what he wants to eat he cooks what he wants to eat is that not true have you gone on before and you called your staff your house staff and he says um, i say i'm so hungry and he says i want to eat a bath, and he says no i'll cook you rice no a servant a servant says it's not my will it's your will and look at act 21 very powerful scripture act 21 verse 11 maybe verse 10 verse 10 you want to go act 21 verse 10 i'm just going to go okay yeah it says as we tarried Many days, they came from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. So, in the Bible, there are people that are called prophets, and um, prophets are one of the fivefold ministries. I, 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 we can come back to some other time. And you know, most of the time, most of the time, let me talk a little about the prophetic ministry. Most of the time, you will notice that the prophetic ministry is very different because they have supernatural revelations. So, there are prophets that are called nabi. The Nabi prophets are prophets that know or have revelations by speaking. In fact, the word Nabi in the, Greek, in the Hebrew means it bubbles up. So, you will hear them just say, they, will just, they are prophets that speak. But there are not another category of prophets called Rohi. Rohi are seeing prophets. Of course, they will do some speaking, but they see more. So sometimes you will hear, maybe my subordinate next time will say, i seen the spirit. That's, that's the operation of a rohi. You are seen to the spirit. So the Bible says, Agabus. Who was Agabus? I'm saying because there's another category, of it's because of time. The next verse. What Agabus? Agabus was a seeing prophet. How do you know? So you will notice the Bible that a lot of the prophets will say, I was carried away in the, in the spirit. I saw in the spirit. I carried away in the spirit. Those are seeing prophets. So they are hearing prophets and they are seeing prophets. So the Bible says this, and when it was come to us, it took Paul's ghetto and bound his own legs and said, Thus said the Holy Ghost, so shall the Jews do to the, so to that the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owned this ghetto and deliver him into the hands of the Gentile. So he saw revelation. But that's what I'm saying here. So it was the same prophet. Next, next verse, please. And when they heard this, they besought him not to go to Jerusalem. I'm just skipping so fast. So when they saw this, they said, Don't go to Jerusalem. Then the next verse. And Paul answered, What do you mean to break my heart? And to weep and break my heart, for I'm not ready only to be bound, but to die at Jerusalem for the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said, You don't understand, it's God that said I should go to Jerusalem. And God has told me it will be a difficult place to live. God has told me that there'll be danger. But the thing is that if God say I should go, it's not up to me. Is it why you are crying for me? Your friend tells you, I'm called to the ministry. You say, Hey, eh? called to the ministry. Yeah, I feel bad for you. Are you supporting the flesh or the spirit? I'm telling you, Paul. Paul says, "I'm ready to die." Many of you, to die when it comes to choosing a spouse, have noticed Christian ladies. Most often, with Christian ladies. Lord, I want Your will in Jesus' name. Then this guy comes. Is he born again? Pastor, he goes to church. Once they answer that way I know two things He's not born again And he has money It's because when he has money That's when they compromise on. Because if he's not born again He's never born again But if it's someone No, no, no Pastor, even people that come to church How many of them are born again It's only God that sees the eye They will begin to explain to you And the real truth That they cannot trust God With their relationship Paul said, even if he's to die, that's it. How can a Christian sit at home on a Sunday morning and say, I don't feel like going to church? Paul says, I'm a servant of Christ. It's not about what I feel. It's about what he wants. Your cook does not cook what he wants to eat. He cooks what he wants to eat. You know, it's not about you. So I said, you know, I'm not a morning person. That's why I don't join next level. But it's not about you. Who is a morning person? We are servants. Say, I'm a servant of Christ. The height of spiritual maturity is when your will is invested in his will. You didn't hear that. The height of spiritual maturity is when your will is invested in his own will. When you understand this as a Christian, we will never be talking about fighting or not fighting. Because everything I have belongs to him. Listen to me. This is what I always tell God. God, thank you that you asked for 10%. If you ask for 20, what will I do? Because it's not about me. Well yesterday we had the leaders meeting, and I said, "I always thank God. I said, "Father, thank you for asking me to pastor in Lagos. You know why? If God sent me to Jalingo, you, you, what will happen? Nothing. I have to go. And those in Jalingo, did they offend God? There are people that pastor in villages where they have no clothes, and their children are raised in those villages. But one thing they've learned Not my will When last did your will clash against God's will And you allowed God to have his way This is what we're talking When last did your will clash with God's will And you say God have your way My will subdue Are you the kind of Christian That your will always truncates God's will What you want always truncates what God wants If you are It's time to get deeper Paul said you want to know me i'm not born again i'm a servant of god i'm not just born again i'm a servant not me a servant of god what an introduction what an identity what a proclamation the second thing he said is this let's go he said separation of the gospel of god and in the teaching for the next few minutes what i want to dwell about is of the gospel of god and the reason why is that We live in an era where people start churches to make money And sometimes you don't know what the gospel is We live in an era where where it's nice, it feels good But it may not be the gospel Like we say, if it's not Panadol, it cannot be what? Panadol If it's not the gospel, it's not the gospel Sometimes I go on, on social media and I see people watching a service, and the whole two-hour service is one hour of someone demon-possessed moving like this, moving like that, moving like this. And everybody's like, "Hey, powerful man!" And the demon is talking, and say, "Hey, all demons you and yeah." Yo. I'm like, we came to the church to worship Jesus, and all we did was a African magic of demon-possessed people. Why in, this, why in the last days When people begin to talk They have power more than the Holy Ghost power They say I have Dabowski Bahose. They say I have a, You can call me anywhere See there's no power beyond the name of Jesus Such people don't worship Jesus Whatever you can show me in The Bible does not exist If you can show me what you have in the Bible I submit to you but because of the problems we have in our country, people don't mind. Anywhere there's a miracle, either it's Satan or God. Let me have a breakthrough. And let me tell you something. Why go to fake when God can give you original? Ah, listen, we are not yet to say that hey, eh, wait, see, I'm posting in the power of God. There's, listen, whatever God cannot do, Satan cannot do times 10. He can never ah and what God cannot do does not exist. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's the truth. Yes, Someone say God is slow. Which of God is slow? We're faster than our God. The reason why you think God is slow is that's what you've been taught. And because that's what you've been taught, that's what you will see. Because wrong teaching leads to wrong belief. Wrong belief leads to wrong results. Someone say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone say, Hallelujah. Are you ready? So let's see. Let's let's start with the Bible. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper quickly. Let's go deeper. So, what is another gospel? Let's turn our Bible to Galatians chapter one. Galatians chapter one, verse six. The Bible says this: I marvel that you are soon removed from the gospel from Him. That is called you unto the grace of God. Unto another gospel. He says you are removed into. This was a church like Harveston. He says you remove removed into another gospel. He says which is not another gospel. But there are some that trouble you. And will prevent the gospel of Christ. You hear things like this. You hear that there is something called. Mami water spirit. Listen to me. See where do they get it from? I read the book. I don't find it in the book. You see. Ah, yes. One sister confessed. Is that your Bible? One sister confessed. That's how you know there's very water spirit. All the yellow girls here have suffered in hands of prophets. Have you not suffered? Anywhere you go to they say, that you like this faggot. Come on. Uh-huh. Ah, spirits.. spirit. This is You know, once they're yellow, they are fake, All the dark ones are okay. Prophet, if you like yellow girls, tell us. Amen. They say water people are very yellow. I don't know how ah, yeah, yeah. There are some places you should never hear You should never go You should never must talk. Read the Bible In your Bible Do demons live in water? No! When you read the Bible You understand that demons love human beings These things are human beings And the reason why is that Demons are like virus Virus in the host to express itself When they stay in water How would they express themselves? If a demon wants to slap you right now, he, until he gets into somebody else, he cannot slap you. Yes, sir. He has to use somebody. It needs a host. That's what the Bible says. When an evil is with a castle of a man, it will go and come back and check. Even when he goes, the Bible says he goes through dry lands. He goes through, not many water, he goes through dry lands. He's looking. God asked Satan, where are you? He says, I've been going up and down the earth. I'm looking for hosts. Are you hear somebody? Yes, sir. Oh, that's me. Can you hear somebody? Yes, sir. And we have this Christianity that is so demon based, so demon conscious Our Christianity is based on, to them; It's on demons and it's on fear. Read the Bible. When demons are casted out, this all happened. When demons are casted out, they go out. When Jesus Christ cast out a demon. So demons love to stay. The reason why, so the reason why they love to stay in human beings is that human beings are good hosts. You know why? The more intelligent your host is, the more expressions you can have. If demons stay in an ant, all he can do is to walk about. If demons stays in a dog, all he can do is to bark and bite. If demons stay in a human being, he can do a lot. But when demons don't find a human host, they can stay in animals. How do I know? When the man of Gadara... Jesus expelled the demon. What did they say? They said, let's go into what the pigs. But they saw what water there. One is, let's go home. They saw an oxen. They just said, ah, Jesus, thank you for casting. We're already close home. Let's go home. No! They said, let's go into the pigs. Another gospel. Someone said, oh, hmm, hmm, You are not pregnant. Hmm. But you have done abortion before. That's why. Yes, prophet. Yes, prophet. Yes, prophet. Yes, prophet. I've done abortion before. That's why. God is dealing with you. I want to ask you. How can you forgive and still punish? Can a government say, we've forgiven you and still punish you? No, what about a fair God? I don't know if you heard during next level prayer. One time I was praying and I said, There was a lady, I, I said, you, 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 you want a baby, but you had an abortion, and um, I, I just said, And you think that it's abortion that is holding back your pregnancy, that God is angry with you. And God said, I should tell you that I, f- I don't punish forgiven sins. It's either you're punished or you're not forgiven, but you can be forgiven and still be punished. And the lady, you know, received the then three months after she's in the testimony he said pastor i'm pregnant the thing that was holding that back was her thinking why wrong teaching leads to wrong belief wrong belief leads to what wrong results why you don't mind he said because i lost my virginity i said that's why and because every time i pray it occurs to me that i made a vow i made a vow i made a vow you must think that god is like your dad before you made a vow He knew you will make it Before you made the vow He knew you will make it And you will not keep it <laughs> He knew Some of you now sin and say I'm not going to church He was there when you were sinning Before you thought of the sin He knew you would sin it Because these are the ideologies of God we have That God is like a headmaster You just go like this Heavy man He would just be going on who is sinning now. You toy Hey, you, you Toy, he's looking for who is sinning. You don't know God. And that's why a lot of you that are born again, when you see those that are not serious like you getting blessed, you're confused. Because you've been taught your blessing is what you work for. Uh-uh. Your blessing is a function of God's grace. And all of you that you know you are not right with God God is hoping that when you see all the blessings You can cry and say With how evil I am How inconsistent I am See what he has done for me That's what the Bible says The goodness of God leads to repentance That is the gospel So So that you will know by yourself That hey, this is not me When you see a big man crying, it's because he knows this is not me. What is the gospel? First, um, what do you call it? First Corinthians, chapter 15. The Bible says in verse 1, It's a Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which you have received and wherein stand. But you also are saved if you keep in memory what I preach to you. So it was telling them what is the gospel. Unless you have believed in vain Verse 3, what is the gospel? For I have delivered unto you First of all He said, this is the fundamental He said, first of all This is the fundamental of the gospel What's the fundamental of the gospel? He said, first of all First of all That which I also received How Christ died for our sins According to scriptures And was buried And was raised from the dead The third day According to scripture What does this mean? What is the gospel? Number one does God for me good news? What is good about this? Christ died. What does it mean to me? This is what it means. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. What does it, what does it mean to me? Number one, for Christ to die. <laughs> the only reason Christ could die was because he was punished for me. Because Jesus did not do anything worthy of death. So, if Jesus was punished for me and it took my punishment then I am forgiven because how did Jesus Christ die he, he, he did nothing Jesus was sinless Jesus was perfect Jesus was immaculate so how could he die the only way he could die was that all the wrong I did was put on Jesus and when he was put on Jesus he was killed so that the price of my wrong will be fully paid for. So, if he was killed, I am free because he paid for my sins. Let's read it, let's read it some other way. Oh, glory to God. I said, glory to God. I said, glory to God. Someone say, ah! The God of the New Testament is very easy. If he's God of the New Testament. There was a time that there was a theft in church. And someone say, ah! He's a pastor. Ah! Where is the God of the Old Testament? Ah! I said, what will he do? He said, He. He said, as they touch the altar, they will die there. You will come and meet bones. He said, ah, the God, ah! Because in their mind, God changes. The God of the Old Testament is different from the God of what? In the New Testament. Question. Then God said in Malachi chapter 3, I am the Lord, I change it not. Then he said in Hebrews 13, He said, Jesus the same yesterday, today and forever. God doesn't change. Question. Why did this seem as if God was very vicious in the Old Testament? And it same very merciful. The reason why is that there was a change of agreement. Let me show you what I mean. Um, Brother George, come. Okay. Yelly, come. Good. I love the two of you. You have the perfect color. Um, What a color. Um, Gerard, come. So, he's wearing black. Of course, you know, that means like Satan, you know. He's wearing white, that means like Jesus Then he's wearing suit, that's like human beings So this is what, this is what happens In the Old Testament Every time Because man is, man is messed up How did man mess up? Man messed up in Adam Someone says, excuse me How come I'm being punished for Adam's sin? The reason why is simple Adam was not just a man Adam was a prototype A prototype, like if, you, if this one is A prototype if, this, if the prototype has three cameras What will happen? All the phones after it will have what? Three cameras So if something goes right to the prototype It goes right to the others If something goes wrong with the prototype It goes wrong the other And someone say that's not fair ha, God, And God knew Adam would fall And he made us prototype after Adam Slow down Slow down Because you're jumping the gun The reason why God did that was this That it wouldn't matter What the prototype is doing or not He will become I will relate with him based on what, what. It's no matter what the products are doing. I will relate up to him based on what, what the prototype did. So why did God do that? For one reason. Because Adam was the first prototype. There was going to be another prototype called Christ. He wanted to treat you as a church Christ. So he will say, so if Christ has three eyes, all of them have three eyes. So God says the same way Adam is a prototype. Christ is also what? A prototype. So listen to me. All of us sinned because Adam sinned. All of us became righteous because Christ is righteous. When Adam sinned, all of us separated from God. When Christ was raised from the dead, all of us came back to God. In God's wisdom, He says, if man is meant to be saved himself, He will never make it. In His wisdom, He said, let's do it prototype for prototype. What happens in the prototype? Happens in the rest So in the Old Testament Why they seem as if God was angry There's the reason why Because man This is man Messed up Messed up Sinful Doing one thing Causing problem for himself As soon as God If I, once I want to step in just step, just step in front of him As soon as God wants to step in I'm God I want to step in I want to save him Satan said I say, you can't Why can't you? Because he's a sinner Satan said I say, you can't he must pay the penalty. He must suffer. He must die. He must do this. And, and, and you know what Satan says? Satan says, you are holy God. Be fed to yourself. And God says, that's true. God says, but not for a long time. So God says, don't worry. Let's bring in Jesus. All the things he should have done, Jesus Christ suffered the consequence of the sin. So every time Satan wants to talk, Jesus Christ says, Jesus knocks him out. And God says, because of Jesus... Jesus now becomes the way to reach man. You see why Jesus is the way? Because Jesus opened the way. So now, when man does something, the mercy of God can save him because of Jesus. The grace of God can save him. In the Old Testament, they didn't have that savior. So, man directly bore the consequences of what they did. You together? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Man directly bore it. It's not as if God changed That's why That's why That's why We have a new mediator This is gospel Listen to me Someone says How are we forgiven? Oh my God Give me your shoes Give me, give me one pair of shoes The two of you should come Maybe, maybe, maybe two, two people in the choir should come Just take one pair of shoes Yeah give them, give them one pair of shoes Yeah, yeah. Two of in the choir should come One pair Just one pair Just one pair Come my brother Come 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 Yeah come just face them. Don't face me. So says, How am I forgiving? These are your forgiving. Oh my God. Someone say, Hallelujah. Yeah. Let's turn to the book of, um, of, of Hebrews. Turn to Hebrews, 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 Hebrews. Oh, Romans, Romans, rather. Romans, 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 Romans. Romans. Hallelujah. It's chapter 4, verse 6. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man whom God imputed righteousness without works. What does he mean? God imputes righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are those which are Whose iniquity are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Verse 8: Blessed is the man to whom God will not impute what? Sin. What does that mean? This is what that means. This man went to buy shoe. But he doesn't have money to pay. Come come over here. He doesn't have money to pay. This man paid for him. But he has the shoe. <laughs> this man paid for his shoes. He's wearing shoe. But it was debited On whose account Will see issue His account or his account Who is when well issue What are we This is man The wages of sin is debt. Man could not pay This man had no debts He paid So when we Are you listening to this When he paid What do you see on the account of Jesus is paid for. This man now goes and tells the store manager, Thank you. Somebody say, Are you crazy? What did I do for you? This is the man that paid for you. This is the man that paid for you. So, the reason why you are free is that you are paid for. As it's going, store manager said, So, as it's going, someone said, Come, back and come and pay. This man will say, Stop, are you stupid? Why should I come and pay? Have been paid for. The reason you are forgiven is not because God just likes you. No. Because your sins was paid for. I'm telling you. Your sins. is not safe because it, you, know, you know. Forget about it. I didn't, I, no. If he did that. Satan will tell God you're unfair. So what God had to do was to make Jesus Christ. That did not need you. He brought him here. He made him pay the price for you. On the cross. He suffered. On the cross. He cried. He bled. And when it bled He was paying the price for my sin And your sin Listen to me The reason why you are forgiven is this Because on the cross The sins you will commit You have committed You will yet commit Was all put on him That's why John 1 says Behold the lamp of God That takes away the sins of the world He said behold the lamp of God That takes away the sins of the world Listen to me my forgiveness of sin is not a feeling; it's a documented fact. If my sin is not forgiven, God will be arrested for fraud. The reason why is that sin that is forgiven cannot be punished again. It's called the law of double jeopardy. I cannot be punished for sin, and soreness is punished for sin. If someone paid the price, then the other must be free. If the price is paid, the other must be free. The law of double jeopardy. The reason I'm forgiving is not because I feel like it. It's because documented. Your abortion on him. Your fraud on him. Your lie on him. Your cheating on him. Everything on him. That's why God can say you are free. Because Jesus paid the price. When you know this, you know how indebted you are to Jesus. Thank you, sir. This is what I think about what I'm worshiping. Tears, eyes, my eyes are full of tears. Because I always remember it's not me that God sees. He sees Jesus. It's not me that God sees. He sees Jesus. See, many of you go around with guilt. You go around with guilt. Why are you guilty? There's nothing to be guilty about. You are forgiven. But, the, but when you're praying, when you don't know. As you pray, that says, "See, see, see your sin, see your sin." This is what I told you. Anytime the devil reminds you of your past, remind him of his future. Hallelujah. You know the bad thing about this: as soon as you're praying for something, what's going to happen in one month? You say, hey, "My sin, oh, hey, which sin is which sin is holding me back?" You're not be thinking, why, am I not, why is this not working? Sometimes you don't understand it's a process. Satan is working with your mind because Satan wants you to feel as if you are not worth it. And if you feel that way, you lose it. Small thing, you don't have a child. You say, ah, I knew it. All the time we were sleeping together before marriage, this is the result. Ah, God is not punishing us back. Because that's what Satan wants you to The weapon of Satan was sin. Sin and death was the weapon in the hands of Satan. But Christ came to destroy sin and death. You are not paying tight. Has he not blessed you? To show you that I love you irrespective of you. You are not the most faithful man. He has kept your marriage. You are not the best man. He has kept you. Look at you. With all you've done, you can still pray and have answered your prayers. People don't know why you cry, but that's why you cry because you know you're undeserving. But not because of you, because another person paid for the shoes. Can I read two scripture to you as we close? Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Let me read to you. Hebrews chapter chapter 10. So, when I say I'm forgiven, it's not that, hey, I, you know, I feel, I feel clean. It's not a feeling, sir. It's a knowledge. I am forgiven. God has nothing against me. Hey! When you know that, your prayer will catch fire. You know the problem? When you're praying, I see how you pray. With intimidation. Father, please, please, please. Because you're like saying, Father, I know, sir, I know, I know a better person. You know, Father, even me, I know, sir, I a better person. Just, just try for me. Just try. Just try. You have no confidence because every time you're praying, you're praying all the wrong things through your mind. So when you're praying for the child, all the wrong thing through your mind. When you're praying for the job, all the wrong thing through your mind. When you're praying for your husband, all the wrong thing through your mind. When you're praying for promotion, all the wrong thing through your mind. And the way prayer works, prayer works with confidence. Yes, the more confident and certain you're about your prayer, the more it works. That's why it says, let us come boldly to so the throne." He tells us to come, but not just come. He said, come boldly. Look at that Hebrews Hebrews chapter 9 sub chapter 10 Verse 16 Do we have it Or I should go ahead Okay I'm going to go ahead Hebrews chapter 10 verse 16 It says Let's shoot together I want to go This is the agreement I make with you With them after this day Say the Lord I want put my law Into their heart And in their mind I will write them Yes go ahead Hey! What did he say? I want to say it out loud. And their sins and what? Iniquities. I will write them in the journal. Some people say when you get to heaven, there's one book of sin. That's not the book of God. That's the book of Satan. God does not have such books. Such books are not in for you good God. Why? He told us. He says, and their sins and their iniquities. I will remember no more. If he doesn't remember, why do you remember? "Hallelujah." I said, "Hallelujah. This is a gospel. What is the gospel you' have been forgiven? What is the gospel? Jesus took your place. What is the gospel come and receive? Come and take life. What is the gospel? You are right before God. There's no reason why God will not do it for you. There's no reason why God will not answer your prayers. Oh God. The gospel is this. That God is good and kind. That God is good and kind. That God is good and kind. He blesses us unconditionally. I wish I had time will you show me that scripture in proverbs in romans where he says how he has freely given us all that pertain to him um, he has freely given us his own son i think it's romans chapter 8 ah oh let me just close with this that's why he says in romans chapter 8 he says now there's therefore now no condemnation to them that in christ jesus there's what no condemnation we don't go around with guilt because our sins are no more so i say hey when you keep talking like this won't people be sinning more Let me tell you something Nothing holds you in addiction Like guilt and condemnation You know why? Once you are condemned, you start hiding You will do it some more Once you are condemned, you say this is me This is me, you will do it a lot What the gospel says is that This is not you Change, who you, change what you do That's what the gospel says Yeah Romans 8 verse 32 Look at this. Are you ready? Let's do it together. I want to go. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him for us. How shall they not... What? Freely. Before I go to all things, freely. Freely. You see, my prayer, you know, because I've not fasted enough, I'm not a deep person, that's why I can't have the breakthrough. I have to do this. He said, my brother, calm down freely. Freely receive, freely. Freely. I want a unemployment contract freely received. I want a child freely received. I want a document freely received. I need a visa freely freely. He says he he gave us the most important thing. He said freely. When you go to prayer, don't go to prayer as if he said mm, you've come again. Okay, hide all the blessing No, that's the wrong way. See when you come to prayer, I say you are here, Father, take, fa- take, Father, let me talk first, take, uh, take, uh, Father, house, job, wife, everything, so much. i am not even asked. He said that's me. I'm generous I'm a good and kind God Freely given Freely received Freely given Praise God All religion Man is always trying to make peace All religion It's only in Christianity That it's God That was offended But it's God that came to make peace With man It's God that provided All religion says bring sacrifice God says I'm the one that provided sacrifice because, you know what this is like? Let me give you a good example. It's like you dating a guy. You cheat on him with his best friend. You got pregnant. And the guy you cheated on came back to you. And he knelt down And said, I'm sorry. And said, and you cheated. He said, I'm sorry. He said, this is a new 5 series BMW. Just to say, I'm sorry. If you find that kind of guy, marry him. That's what God is. You cheated with Satan we cheated with satan we cheated with adam we sinned god came after us he came after us we didn't go after him he provided the way he opened the way Gave the sacrifice if he did this what won't he do for you but you think really god says god doesn't like you he hates you this and this and you bought it let's pray to be hands and thank him thank him for his love and his kindness everyone stand to your feet please just in honor of the precious love of the Lord Jesus Christ the precious love of our Lord Jesus Christ thank him loving me when I don't deserve it reckless love love that never gives up love that never caves in love that never changes oh thank you Jesus this is the message of the gospel that we are being forgiven. This is a message that God has nothing against you. God is for you. God is for you. God has nothing against you. He is for you. And Father, we worship you today. And we we'll receive your word in the precious name of Jesus. If you're not born again, will you raise up your right hands and say this after me? Say, Lord Jesus. I heard the message today. I believe it. When it died, it was for me. When he was raised from the dead, it was for me. I receive him today as my personal and savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you You can have your seats. Congratulations. There's no reason why you've not been married now. Because he's